Behind all the glamour. Behind the Lux listings. A raw take on all things real estate. All things New York City. All, all things, things us. us. Okay, we are back with season three of Real Talk. Hard you, to believe, season uh, you, three. You know, <laughs> even more than that, you know what I find amazing? I, I'm sure we're not the only one, but how did we get the name Real Talk? Is it the kind of thing that you have to, like, are there other people with that same name on I don't, a podcast? Let's look to, into let's, that. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> so this season, yep. we are going to do some things a little bit differently. We're going to start having guests. And we should have a studio audience, maybe. Oh, I like that. Live. I like that. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> do you think we could? <laughs> you can <laughs> run up and down the aisle with your microphone. <laughs> Dreams come true. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My Oprah moment. We could get all 15 of our listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Wait. So it's how many? What has it been? A couple months since we did this? Since we recorded our yeah. last one? Yeah. It's been a few months. Yep. All right. The market's changed a little bit. Uh, the market has definitely shifted. Yeah. Uh, we're, so we're June. We're in well into, we're at, almost um, into July. At into this July. Point. So yeah. we are ending second quarter. And second quarter, first quarter was definitely a much stronger market than second quarter. Um, although we, you know, we performed okay, yep. but not like first quarter was. First quarter was really good. Yeah. Continuing from uh, fourth quarter of 2022. Mm -hmm. I predict, <clears throat> so let's talk about what are what we thought was going to happen, what actually happened. But I'll just say for the summer, I think that we are going to, we've already seen it, we're going to slow a bit. Yeah. But I actually think we will do, we'll have some business. I don't think it'll be like last summer that came to like a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. But I think we'll have some of that summer feeling. Yeah. I, I predict we're going to have a slower summer. Mm-hmm. And then I really think the fall is going to be. I agree. Because I think sellers are going to get realistic. I think sellers are going to, you know, things are going to stay on the market a little bit longer this summer. And then I think people are going to be ready to sell. And this fall, we're, we, we usually see that meeting of the minds and yep. the buyers um, get opportunities. So yeah, I, think, I think. I think you're right. So what we said in the beginning, and we've said this before, the beginning of the year, <clears throat> what I said was, and I'm not wishing this, I say that every time, but that overall it will be a successful year. Mm -hmm. We'll transact, people will transact. However, I think unlike last year, the year before, there was so much activity and volume yep. transacting, yep. but there was excitement around it where now I feel like there's some fear around everything, uh, every deal and every deal takes a lot more handholding, mm -hmm. but in the end it gets done. But and it's we get almost it done. always when there's a fear and the slump, Yep. then it becomes busy and it's like people don't sell and then they get realistic and they sell. So yeah. it's like, I think it's a very interesting time to be an agent. And I was just talking to someone who's thinking about getting into the industry and I'm like, it's a lot of up and downs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we talk about it all the time, but. I think even more where we used to have markets that were, you know, six months, a year long. Yeah, yeah. Now they're like, I feel like the ups and downs are within weeks. Totally. Yeah. And I also think it matters what category you focus on. And I think that's really interesting because for a long time, we saw co-ops really struggling. Mm -hmm. And when we would get these weekly reports that, you know, show us what's being done in the market. 
it always seemed like condos were outpacing co-ops and they still are, but it really seems like co-ops have started to gain traction. Well, I think that's because the pricing on co-ops, they're, they're the real value right now. The pricing, yeah. if you're realistic and a real seller, you price right for your co-op. Yeah. And people realize how much you get for your money. Right. The space that you get in these co-ops the right space, now and the price per the, square foot. The book. workmanship, the apartments. I mean, some these pre-war homes are beautiful and gracious layouts with very large rooms. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, let's talk about, let's just go off real estate for a moment, talk about what's going on in the world. Well, this is a little bit real estate, but kind of a segue. So Cultural real estate. Yes, cultural real estate. So vegan NYC landlord. Did you hear about this? Yes. That's why I'm bringing it up. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't even see how this is legal. So I started to look into it, but yeah. didn't. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see. Go um, ahead. Well, no. So the guy, I mean, I understand what he's saying. He lives in the building. Yeah. He owns the unit. He doesn't, he doesn't eat meat himself, so he doesn't want to smell the meat. So he wants to rent his other apartment to someone that will agree not to cook meat. Right. I get it. He, but he is also, he's not saying you can't eat meat in my apartment. You just can't cook it. You just can't cook it. So I'm not sure what yeah. the legalities of all that is, but it's similar to if you have a kosher kitchen right. and you only want to rent to people that will keep your home kosher. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What and you don't have to be vegetarian. You can eat meat at the restaurants. You don't or have to be kosher. House. You just have to yeah. keep kosher if you want to re rent this home. So yeah, that's interesting. Right. The fact that the landlord's saying, it's not that I'm saying you can't eat meat here. You just can't cook well, it. What's the difference? I guess when you think about it, you can say no pets. Yeah, that's true. So, oh yeah. No pets, that's no true. meat. Right. I mean, no, pets, no meat. No meat. There you, <laughs> you go. You know, it's like. That's what you think of your dogs. They're just meat. No, but you can say. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that kind of breaks down the legality. Yeah. All right, this Titanic story has me like. So, yeah. So I want to talk about this, but I really, I want to be sensitive and appreciate that we're talking about, you know, every they keep posting, oh, they have 96 hours. They have 50 hours. What's left, yeah. What's left on oxygen that they can survive 20 hours. And But we're talking about human beings. Totally. That are, and I really keep thinking about a, what does that feel like? Uh, uh, the son and father in there. Mm -hmm. And knowing that, okay, this could be, we've got nine more hours to live, whatever it is. Yeah. What that really feels like in a small contained area, forget that, forget the claustrophobic feeling. Yeah. But your mind, you are literally gearing up for this could be the end. Yep. And what do you do? A and you can't reach anyone except who you're with. That's what I've been really thinking about yeah a lot would you would i ever go on one of those yeah um so, so listen i'm a little bit uh you know a little obsessed with the whole titanic and all that oh, and really yes I, i'd like to go down there but no i probably would not because just like i don't want to go to space i don't want to go two thousand feet underneath yeah. for me it's a hard no yeah i'd I watch a movie Right. And apparently in this, you were only seeing it on television. You yeah, were yeah. getting close and you could zoom in. But anyway, again, to go back to the lives, the human beings that, that are, are there. Through, yeah. And I literally was thinking about, and at what point do you stop holding on to, we could get saved. We actually could still get saved. Totally. And, and they still could. I mean, in the, at the very end, they could find them. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about the mechanics or what happened, 
the other thing I'd say though is why can you not be connected? I guess I understand it's a small submarine, but why can't you be connected to um, a boat or some kind oh, of vessel saying, yeah. at, at the? Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to look into, but I agree with you. I, I mean, and I think that's where people are struggling with the coverage too right now because it's like so timely and sensitive. And yeah, I think until we know more information, I don't think. Yeah. So I, I just, I think about that. I feel for them. Yeah. And the people that are, the families. Oh you know, my God. Yeah. That Thinking about also, what yeah. that's like. And totally. I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, what would you say? You're there with your father and a son and then other people that are friends or strangers. They're really yeah. not. But you know, now they becoming don't your. And I guess you're just talking about life, maybe sharing your greatest life stories. I mean, you're not just sitting there. Hopefully someone's yeah. not having panic attacks. God. Yeah. So pretty intense. Pretty, Very. pretty intense. Um, all right. And shifting Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, we're back to real estate. Back to real estate. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? So basically the city is saying you can't do short-term rentals. I thought that was already established that, established you, can. that you can't. I think they're cracking down and you now have to register. Oh, okay. But I don't know all the ins and outs of it. Right. Because I know in a lot of cities, I mean, people invest in properties and that's sort of part of their. Oh yeah. That's, that's part you know, of their, their business plan Yeah, and their rental. Yeah. But I guess the hotels in New York city don't like Airbnb. Right. Of course not. So I remember when I lived in my first apartment on West 84th street, I, I was, Oh my God, I forgot. There was a woman who like ran this business and she'd get short term tenants. And yeah. I, it was a rental for me. And so I'd rent it if I was going away, like if I was going away for two weeks on vacation. And once I was here and they wanted to stay longer, so I just stayed with a friend. Mm -hmm. And I went in to see the apartment. I had to go in and I called them and they said, we won't be here, just let yourself in. I had to get something from the apartment. And the apartment was such a mess. Oh God. Like clearly they were, I don't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> So I hung out to see what they were doing. No, I'm just kidding. I, but anyway, they cleaned it up and had a housekeeper in it. Hmm. So it was good. No, I think the Airbnb thing is interesting, though, because I do think if you're coming to New York City, some people like that. A oh, feeling of yeah, living, like living in a neighborhood yep. authentically. It's also really nice, like, you know, even if it's a New York City kitchen, just to have a kitchen. Right. Yeah. You know, to there's something that as part of the experience. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah. So I think I mean know, I'd opt for a hotel always, but yeah, but there like are hotels. people that yeah. yes. And, uh, but what if you were doing like a three week stay in would you in Paris? That's different. I'd yeah. probably yeah, I would do something like that. Or a home in the south of France, of yeah, course, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Of course. Years ago, I don't remember his name, but there was a gentleman, he had a business because he was looking at one of my properties that he was building a portfolio of super high-end properties right. to use as rentals. Mm -hmm. And he bought Frank Sinatra's home in Palm Beach, uh, Palm, sorry, Palm Springs. And he was looking at this apartment, which That's wasn't fun. owned by a celebrity, but was yeah. just really well done. Yeah. And chic and, you know, great loft downtown. And that was that was his business model. It was really interesting. Kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so I hope, I don't know. I think people do, and I also think Airbnb makes the experience of coming to New York a little more obtainable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at a hotel room these days uh, and it's like, yeah, that's true. you know, a week of hotels could be $5,000. 5000 I'm be. saying at the low end, yeah. like, you know, and right. then up from there. But that's right. it's a little, um, you know, it's a little limiting of who can do that. So yeah. I think the Airbnb provides that opportunity. Have you ever stayed in an Airbnb? I'm trying to think. I, we've definitely rented houses, mm -hmm. but I don't think they were right. Airbnb. Got it. But I kind of think there's something cool about it. But but I think if I was going for one night, I'd rather just do a hotel. Oh, my God. I love hotels. Yeah. Don't we Who know? doesn't want to be pampered? Jeez. My God. Hmm. My friend, Scott Jaffa, whose birthday I think is tomorrow, the next day, his grandmother moved to Hawaii later in life and just lived in a hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And I think, and you know who else did that, I believe? Telly Savalas. Do you know who that is? No. Of course you don't. Kojak. I think a famous actor. If you do the math, though, I swear it. Yeah, it could be close. How do you mean? What it costs to? Oh, oh, living yeah, wise and yeah. singing. And oh, Elaine Stritch did it. She would. Do you know who she is? No. She was a famous performer. Ladies that lunch. Anyway, so she always performed at the cafe Cafe Carlisle, mm -hmm. the hotel, mm -hmm. and part of her deal was she had a room there, yeah. and that's where she lived. Good for her. I mean, you don't. You can cut out your electricity bill. Yep. You cut out your Wi-Fi. You cut out, you know, someone's doing your laundry. Yep. You don't have maintenance fees. All right. Back to a little substance. 2023. Okay. So, yes. Go ahead. Okay. So we're six months in. Mm -hmm. First quarter, for us, first quarter was really strong. Mm -hmm. You know, we came off a really strong fourth quarter. What do you think about like what happened in the second quarter? I think that uh, listen, the market turned in general. It just quieted down. You ask anyone. Yeah. Lack of inventory. I think people were cooling off after just two really strong quarters. Yeah. And like you said, I think summer might be a little slower and then we'll come roaring back. Mm -hmm. And I think it ebbs and flows that way. You have so many people in the market for two quarters that makes it strong. That it's just a matter of like, it just, it you know, the, the number of people looking, it goes down. Totally. I also think the, I think people just, yeah, aren't thinking right now about a real estate change as many, mainly because, as you said, the last couple of years have been so busy. And also, you can't avoid these mortgage rates. I mean, people have That's a, right. people have a yep. two, eight mortgage. So it's like. Although the people have become accustomed. It's the new norm, the higher rates, but you're yeah. absolutely right. But also it's important to say that I had breakfast with um, a good friend of mine who's in LA and he was saying that how the market, I mean, all the, the hot markets, the hot markets, all the, the markets equivalent, New York city, Los Angeles, Miami, Palm Beach, they're all down yep. in terms of inventory and transactions. Yes. But so I think the thing is, is if, if you need the bigger place, you'll stomach the 6% mortgage rate. But if you want them, you have to oh, not be yeah, concerned with it. You know? If it's a necessity, you have to do it. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Yeah. That's right. Divorce. Yeah. I think for the for me personally, also, the last three months, we had I had two major life events. Mm -hmm. Good things. Lily's bat mitzvah, and then you know Kirk and I were honored. Mm -hmm. 
And so we had this big gala and we were helping to raise money for that and for the JCC. So two major life events, if you will, gearing up, planning, being a part of that, that takes a part of, at least it took a part of my energy and Kirk's Mm -hmm. energy. Obviously we keep working, we keep going, but I think there's something to be after the gala was over. I remember thinking, ah, okay, it's back to normal and I can just, you know, obviously family and friends and all yeah. that, but dive back into work, make work my absolute energy priority. Priority, yeah. yeah. So but I, I think, think for also me that like, it, It's also, that's also a part of real estate and that's our life as an agent. Like while you're doing those other things, you're also networking and yeah. talking to a lot of people, not talking about real estate, but you know, so I think. Everything feeds on Everything. Yeah, energy. I I mean, at least the way we model our business. Totally. We don't have our lead generation, our our sphere, ourselves. You know, I say it all the time. Our friends become, you know, clients and our clients become friends. Right. And I think that's, you know, the summer season for us, I think, is also very social time. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of helps us gear up for the rest of the year. You know, we're out a lot. We're doing a lot these months socially. But I whether it's directly related to real estate or not, I think it becomes. Well, we're always, our marketing is ourselves. Yeah. Last night I was at a dinner yeah. for a client. It was a, someone who I helped buy an apartment and their designer gave them a dinner party, which I thought was like, oh. what a cool idea. At their, their apartment. Uh, their, they yeah. designed the home. And yeah. the idea was invite 15 friends and, the design- and have them come see the apartment. That's brilliant. Right? Actually, a really good idea. Really smart. And it yeah. was a lovely dinner party. Lovely. Yeah. So you met lots and of And everyone people. saw the apartment. That's great. Yeah. And heard that I helped them buy. So. Perfect. That's what Got we it. did. Okay. But yeah. the, the So dis- wait. They, so they brought in a chef? Everything. It? We didn't even know what we were really. We thought we were just going to friends' houses at this point for dinner. The client. The client. Okay, but yeah. it was beautiful flowers and candles everywhere and. You know, normally they serve nice food. This yeah. was like yeah, the next next level. level. Yeah, and obviously gifts the... at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. What'd you and get? We got little like pastries. Very it was lovely, clever. Yeah, it was a really good idea. Yeah, Something we should do that. About. Every apartment we sell, yeah, we can host a dinner at their <laughs> home. But yeah, so when we're not like super busy transacting, I think it's also you know we're constantly networking and. It all. So here's the key from from the perspective of like the team leader that someone said to me the other day that as things, when things slow down or, you know, there's a lull, it's easy to also go into that energy of your own. And that's when you have to actually be out there more, seeing more people, keeping it going. It's very easy to go into that lull. I I do it all the time. But it's also hard when you're super busy with work to go on the lunches and go on the coffees and, you know, after a full day of showing, go to an event. We said our greatest marketing and branding is ourselves being out there. And that they say that when things are slow or the economy goes down or your business isn't doing as well, Financially, the first thing to go is marketing when that should be the last thing yeah. to go because that's when you need the most yeah. marketing. But we've n- I, I feel like we've never done that. We've never taken our and foot even, off I the remember, gas with like, that. That's correct. Those early days of COVID, we were one of the only people still mm-hmm. putting our out marketing there. up here. Yeah. Um, well, that's what great. really set it to yeah. a new level for yeah. us. Yeah. That's good. All right. So do you believe in summer slumps? 
Well, after what I just said, I never believe but, in any. But stock. everyone's always yeah. asking right now about these like the markets, season, yes. seasonal people. Selling. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of uh, the the seasonal the sale seasons yeah. and what's when's it best to sell. Obviously, traditionally spring and fall. No, you know what? I believe you put a place on the market, you market it well, you price get it, it out correctly. there, you price it correctly. Does that mean you're going to sell it immediately no matter what? No, of course not. Yeah. There are going to be, listen, August, I think the stats show that more people are traveling this year, August, than ever before. Yeah, yeah. So I, there's something real about that. If most of what we're marketing, those people are in Europe or Asia or traveling yeah. out, outside the country. Yeah, I agree. And I, yeah, I think people are just thinking of other stuff, but again- when something comes on the market and it looks good and it's priced correctly, it's still going. Yeah. It's still moving. Yeah, things are moving. I mean, so, and that's for sure. Thank God. You know what else has picked up? Out east in the Hamptons where the rental market was so, I mean, really came to a screeching halt. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, we one of our properties is on the market to, to, rent. to rent. In the last five days, yeah. I've gotten eight calls from eight different brokers. Brokers, wow. Reaching out about the property. Yep. All of a sudden, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. For like August? We're getting all different things. Like mid-July through yeah. mid-August, where you take two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, July, August, oh, all great. across the board. Hmm. So so people are last minute. Last minute, which we thought would happen, thank God. And now we'll, you know, hopefully happens. we'll land one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Are you traveling out east? What are you doing this summer? Um, a little bit of both, yeah. We'll be out east mm -hmm. and we're going to Italy. So looking forward to that. When are you going to Italy? In August. Nice. Yeah, first How week long? of August. And then we have a wedding in Park City, Oh, which I love. I love Park yeah. City. Yeah, I love Park City in the summer. When's that? Go on the record, I'm not into the winter, so. But the hiking and all that. Oh, yeah, that's it's beautiful. It's actually right before. Got it. What about you guys? Mostly here. Yep. We'll go to Maine. Lily's leaving for camp this Saturday, oh, right. so we'll go to Maine for visiting day. Mm-hmm. End of July. Hopefully, we'll see some friends there. And that's it. We've got some travel plans in the fall. Oh, cool. Hopefully, we'll come together. Yeah. Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Big we, announcement. We have some, something different, actually. <laughs> so, anything else, or can we wrap um, this up? No, we have guests coming on this season. So, we that'll, do have be, guests. that'll be coming up soon. Yes. Who do you guys want to hear from? Let us know. I think we should have your mom on. Oh, really? I'm yeah. sure she would love that. Would she do it? I don't know. We'll see. She should be on just with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So keep tuning in. Share this. You can follow us on Instagram, Stephen Cohen NY. And I'm Tim P. Malone NYC. Feel free to leave us a review, share, like, comment, and uh, tune in next time for our future episodes of Real Talk. We'll see you guys soon. And tell us if you want to meet Tim's mom. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>